When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is that we're good? We're up. We're up. We, we're having some uh, headphone difficulty yeah. here. Oh. Wait, wait. We're back. Hey, we're we're back. back. We're like, back. I can hear the snaps and the pops better than I can hear either any of us, right? <laughs> yes. Like the headphones. I don't. I think we test. We kind of tested the mics. We kind of tested the headphones, but we, I don't think we ever got to anything we're happy with. <laughs> and then the show started. But we're here. <laughs> Just talk loud enough to hear. We have yourself. one thing that we're happy with over this weekend. Is the show recording? The show's recording over there. Oh, we're good. Woo, we're good. Fine. But like, I was like, I'm still hearing like weird snapping crackles, and I think I, I, you guys hear me better. I just hear you talk oh, I in the room. Guys, I, right? hear, I, I hear you better out of the headphones than I okay. do in them. Well, whatever. This is Geekscape. We're having some. <laughs> I, you know what? This might be perfectly fine for you guys. Uh, you guys ever listen to like Howard Stern when he's like, "What is that sound?" And we can't hear it, but yeah. Howard can, or like yes. any radio yeah. people are doing That's that. It's like going insane, actually. There's yeah, there's <laughs> voices I, in his head. There's no snap crackles. I think or honestly. I'm going insane. Geekscape. Is this is Geekscape. We're talking movies, video games, comic books. We are talking about TV. We're talking anything geek under the sun. That's what we do. We've been doing it for years. And uh, welcome if this is your first time. If this isn't your first time, hey, thanks for coming back. Throw us a couple, you know, five stars on iTunes. Throw us some, some comments on our SoundCloud. And you know what? Go beyond that and tell a friend about Geekscape this week and get them talking because... Uh, uh, I may be going insane. I had this dream this weekend that I watched 13 episodes of Daredevil, and it was the <laughs> best thing that Marvel had ever done. It was arguably the best superhero thing I'd seen before. I had the same dream. <laughs> and, 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 and this is Tom, who's our guest. We've got Kenny Craig over here as our co-host, yeah, along well. with Will Sterling, our co-host. Yeah. And and Tom uh, is is Will's friend, and he's here to talk to us about how good Daredevil was. And if it wasn't for damn Brad Bird making The Incredibles, I would say this is the best superhero <laughs> anything to see TV or film. Yeah. See, the worst part is I actually had that almost similar dream to you guys, but it was the fact that I wa- 
watched um, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie 13 hours. I woke up in cold sweats. Theatrical uh, <laughs> cut or directors? Uh, whatever. Answer. You just went back, <laughs> oh, no. back and forth. Whichever, whatever's both. longer is worse. The, the, no, the longer one has Coolio in it. Does yeah, it really? he plays it Turk, does. which he was also okay, a character in the TV series. Yeah, it. you do. You want to borrow it? <laughs> oh my God, you have it? Yeah, I have the. I have the. I have the. Uh, who was it? Mark Stephen Johnson. I have the yeah. Mark Stephen Johnson yeah. Daredevil yeah. Uh, director's cut. I totally have it. Wow. Guys, I run Geekscape. That's true. true. <laughs> all right. Like well, I don't even like, know. Why I asked. Like it's like the facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> you take them all. There you have. Like, <laughs> like guys, this is Geekscape. Uh, we cannot. We cannot cherry pick as geeks. We need to understand that. Like, had we gotten the Jack Black Green Lantern movie? Yeah. At the time, we would have been like, oh, no, and we would have covered our eyes and cried. But looking back on that Jack Jack Black Green Lantern movie years later, we would have been like, you know what? We got it. Whatever. (laughs) Let's watch Supergirl. You know, like, let's watch, like, the Supergirl movie. You know, like. Steel. You had, like, Steel. (laughs) Guys, you got to understand. That's a classic piece of Guys, Steel. Directed by Kenny Johnson, and if you're going to bash Steel, you're also bashing the guy who was the showrunner of the Incredible Hulk TV show, Uh-oh. which laid the foundation for so much of what we enjoyed this past weekend, True. and also the creator of V, v. Yeah. I love and that <laughs> Alien Nation. So you know what, geeks? You take the good and you take the bad, and you're going <laughs> to love it, because this past weekend, we got the great in this Daredevil series, which was incredible and if you guys want to really hear me dive into all 13 episodes with ian kerner who you guys know is a walking encyclopedia of all things marvel comics uh and dc comics sadly uh well i don't know about sadly we can't say sadly here because ian is incredible and he just knows this stuff i think sadly in that whenever i talk to ian i am at such a loss that i'm like okay i can pretty much hold my own in a conversation with most geeks but ian and he, it was great talking to him for an hour about these 13 episodes because I, I loved them. I thought they were great. Even when I was watching them and thinking, uh, where are they going with this? Or, A, they're writing themselves into a corner. It was miraculous how quickly they turned things around. And, and what we were talking about in the Daredevil movie, and I think uh, when we talked to, uh, about the, some of the things that happened in the geek news this week, um, what, what, what really works is that 13 episodes, when we come from comic books, and comic books are these monthly things that we all love, and they're able to tell a great story, mainly in the second act of that story. We usually never see the third act unless we see like an interpretation of the third act, like Old Man Logan, or like the death of a character who's only going to come back. Right? So for the most part, we're stuck in the second act, unless they keep revisiting the origin, right? which luckily Marvel's not doing with the new Spider-Man movie when it comes through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We'll get to that. Um, we have to understand that we're stuck in these second acts, right? But they're still coming out every month. And if you like them, great. If you love them, sad. But the new one's going to come out. And if you don't like some of these movies or have a disagreement, understand that you're not always going to like the writing. You're not always going to like the artists. What could be truer about this stuff to the form that it, from which it's adapted? Like the comic book, right? You don't always love the story arcs. You don't always love the artists or the writers. But you still get that comic every month because you love these characters. And... Uh, it, it, I think what I'm going with where I'm going with this is not until this Netflix series did we get I think the best marriage of form and function right because now you had something that worked cinematically with the excitement the production values and the engine like 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 the the driving force of a movie right because mm-hmm. the movies have a driving force and, right. they, and they usually don't meander too much yeah. right uh, now you've got that. But you also have the time and the economy of a TV series mm-hmm. where you can actually develop things. Like, 
you know, let's say somebody somebody uh, you know has a problem with a secret identity they've just discovered. You have you can give that an hour. You don't have to give it a scene where maybe at the end of that scene you're still scratching your head being like, "Wait, would they still be cool with this character?" Like let's say the Kick-Ass movie, the first one. I think the Kick-Ass movie became unsatisfying for me midway through when he admits his identity to the love interest and she's like I'm cool with it. Let's bang. What's a little... (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. The reason that pissed me off the most is because in the comic, it was the complete opposite. Totally. And that was part of the joke is that it was like, in real life, she'd be like, you're a fucking crazy person. You're a psychopath. You lied to me. They changed it specifically so they could hook up. And I was like, you... That just made it felt like a betrayal, right? It was a betrayal. But how much of that was spent... How much of that decision was the fact that a, let's make things a little bit different than the source material, right? Which is admirable, right? If you don't, if, you've always got the comic, and let's change things up a little to to fit the function, the form, right? Yeah. And and with that one, it's like also how much of it is, hey, think about all these problems we're not reintroducing by just having this this one scene work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I kind of like the character continuing to be thrown in the tree with rocks hitting him. Right. You know, like right. like I kind of still like the underdog aspect of a character, and and. And when things can go bad, it's always it always adds to the drama and the tension of the story, the urgency of the story if, if things continue to go bad, right? right? Um, the Daredevil stuff, if you guys have not finished Netflix's Daredevil, um, I literally found myself with 30 minutes, 15 minutes left in the, in, in, the, in the series thinking, wait, some of these things still have to be satisfied, and I have no idea how this is going to really work out mm-hmm. on these levels. There are still several spinning plates at play, and please do not drop the ball here, and they did not. <laughs> And if you guys want more in depth, you've got to listen to this one-hour podcast with Ian. Because make sure you've watched it all first. Yeah. Make sure you, you watched it all. Like yeah. Kenny's heard the podcast, yeah. and we really do go in depth not only about like what some of the background stuff is, what some of the spoilers are, what some of the storylines are, because they took some stuff from like a, the Punisher series with 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 the Kingpin and this and that. Mm. So if you really want to get the, the 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 full tapestry of the Daredevil series, listen to that podcast. It's also miraculous how much some of this series set up the continuation of these Netflix series with Definitely. stuff with Iron Fist. So it, it really is an accomplishment on so many levels. Uh, Tom is here joining us, though. And, dude, let's start with Daredevil, but then let's get into the news and the geek under the sun stuff. You loved it. Loved it. Absolutely. I was. I have a major project due for school on Wednesday. Yes. I was not intending to binge this weekend. But one hour turns into two hours, turns into five hours, turns into <laughs> thirteen. Oh, and, so and, I, I finished Sunday night before, just in time for Game of Thrones. Woo, woo! And like Laura turned to me. How was that transition? <laughs> we did um, Game of Thrones. It's like, uh, what happened exactly? We're doing a Joan of Arc riff. Luckily, the... luckily, on Game of Thrones, this episode was the one where they said, "Okay, we're going to set the dominoes back up for you guys to enjoy this next season," mm-hmm. because it felt like a lot of reset reestablishing work each character's were in westeros there wasn't a whole lot of progression of the storyline so it felt like the least aggressive episode and although we're getting it ready felt to see a little dull to me for the first time i love that wow, so that, that was that was so exciting compared to what we were talking about at daredevil characters <laughs> meet the first time wow <laughs> daredevil totally <laughs> ruined game They're of thrones going to meet soon. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah okay so yeah. it's a date yeah. for yeah, like that, the that, date that, it was an announcement of an announcement, announcement. oh my <laughs> goodness the teaser for a teaser trailer and we get to see a guy get burned alive yeah, Again? Bur- burned I, I to death. This, uh... burned, yeah, burned to death. Well, burned to, burned to I don't know alive. if he was burned to death. He was burned to a certain point, and then and his then... death came another. Well, no spoilers <laughs> on Game of Thrones, but 
That being said, Daredevil. I love Game of Thrones. <laughs> I love no, Game I of Thrones, but do not watch this see, this 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 premiere of Game of Thrones if you just shotgun thirteen episodes of Daredevil because <laughs> it will pale in comparison. Seriously, this is how I always. It's uh, crazy. I judge what's happening in Game of Thrones because you know I'm not you know I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Are they still cutting to random zombie people walking in the snow? <laughs> yeah. I, no. yeah. Are they still doing that? Yeah, those guys could cross like the you north. The, you mean like, the, wa- the White Walkers? Yeah. The white, Are they the still white walking walkers. in the snow? They're still out or there. Or have they reached? Have they reached anybody? <laughs> the Not White yet. Walkers are like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> the, it's like we're coming. Captain That's America why, yet? They, some they, of those White Walkers are on horseback. Are they? Like yeah, some of the White Walkers were on horseback. Like the king of the White Horses. But it's like yeah, and I'm like. You guys are slow. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's why it was always like, that's why I couldn't get into Lost. Because it was like, I'd watch an episode and then I'd miss 10 episodes and then pick one up randomly and be and like, and nothing, oh, had happened. And yeah, nothing yeah. happened. So it's like watching them, like, keep, I'm like, they're still fucking, wa- where are they? Yeah. yeah. The White yeah, so Walkers are coming. How to get in the hatch? <laughs> and, and we just go. And yeah. winter's been coming for five years. Yeah, right. What's up? The pizzas yeah. are coming. They're on their way. <laughs> I think, I think, maybe, what if they just didn't tell us that winter came and went and then came again Spring, and then went again? Spring is coming. Yeah. The first it, Robin it, has arrived. I want to see that advent calendar. <laughs> or I want to see like that <laughs> oh calendar, or it's like I'd all be super fat yeah. if that was it. <laughs> I want, I just want to see thousand days of chocolate. Could you imagine? I want to <laughs> see that planet. I want to see like the solar system that was like Westeros and that planet exist in. And it actually takes like ten years to go around the sun, and it's like, yes, oh yeah, winters. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Winter actually lasts for three years, but it comes every seven. So enjoy. <laughs> like here we are in winter. Winter's still coming. Yep. And these people are shambling. They're like, well, we don't want to beat winter to the south because we'll melt. You know I mean? <laughs> so like they're taking their time. Uh, Snow yeah. miser and heat miser show up. <laughs> I missed a I would totally watch. I, I, would, I would totally watch like the Sid Marty Croft version of like <laughs> Game of Thrones, where they're like, mm, I'm licking a popsicle, an icicle, or whatever his name is. What was that little guy talking about? Hell, yeah, friends, yeah. hello, 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 or whatever. Hello. Uh, we gotta go to the north and fight the White Walkers. <laughs> Protect the wall. Yeah, I mean, like it'd be awesome. <laughs> Possibly preferable, but again. It was like Game of Thrones had the like the deck stacked against it because Laura told me she's like like when we watched five episodes of Daredevil right off the bat she goes I don't think I can do this again I'll do it now of Daredevil like, yeah she's like I show. don't think I can binge watch again like it, it's just not like there's so much more we can do in like a day she goes she goes you can binge watch another Marvel series but I don't think I can it's mm-hmm. it's like I gotta work and this and that we watched six the next day. And then we watched the last two early Sunday mornings. I could record the podcast with Ian. And uh, and I think by the end of it, she had basically kind of been like, this is a fun weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun weekend. And uh, we spent some time together, you know, meeting our friends Wilson Fisk and... In the owl, in the owl, and in our good buddies, and in Nobu, the ninja, and we just had a lot of fun, and uh, it was great. We ignored the world for 13 straight hours, <laughs> and it was good. Did you guys see the cameo of the Ninja Turtles on the street when the toxic? Absolutely. Yeah, you saw him down there. And admit that, like, admit to yourselves, guys, as Daredevil <laughs> Ninja Turtle fans, that whenever you see Daredevil's origin. The theme song from the cartoon is playing in your head. <laughs> right up from the sewer. It absolutely <laughs> happened. The ray of light comes. In like, uh, listen to the podcast again because I do kind of argue that 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 we did, hadn't yet earned that first scene in Daredevil with Matt Murdock losing his like, like being hit with. The, it's not a spoiler. Like you guys know how Matt Murdock becomes Daredevil. A little kid pushes an old man out of the way, gets radioactive waste on his eyes when the truck <laughs> overturns, and that that is literally the scene that like we are thrown on at the beginning of. 
of Daredevil, and we see like you know battling Jack, like like get his son. He's like, what happened? And his son's yelling, I can't see, I'm blind. And there's chemicals on his face. We hadn't quite earned it yet, and I was kind of like watching it, be like, all right, let's see where it goes. And because I was half into it, all I could think was. I was like, just do like a, just like do like a slow creep on the dolly towards like a, a, a manhole cover, and then zoom down through the manhole cover, just one little turtle, and just show like, <laughs> just show some turtles splash around with a rat. That'd be amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> that ain't a lawsuit. No, Paramount, you would you know, let it go, right? Yeah, yeah. Turtles, like, it's true. Now on DVD, TMNT. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Fox is down there Megan sniffing Fox. around. Yeah, guys, it, it's a shared universe. It's true. <laughs> and now the guy from Arrow is Casey Jones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah, yeah. It's a geek coming yeah. together. Yeah. Ah, Stephen Amell, I love you guys. Uh, I think the only thing tempering my disappointment that I cannot rewatch Daredevil fresh again is that Flash and Arrow are having their freaking crossover this week. Is it? Are is they? it this week? Well, they're leading to it. Do you, Do you yeah. enjoy crossovers or no? Yeah, yeah, I do, do really? because because I love Arrow. I love The Flash. Yeah. Arrow season two was awesome. Yeah, I'm, Season I'm not three this is thing. like, everybody okay. cries. Yeah, it is everybody cries. Everybody cries. Yeah. Sometimes Arrow cries. Sometimes Felicity cries. We all no, most cry of the time Felicity all cries. the time. And even Adam cries, even though he's rich and his heart hurts. <laughs> But it's like, dude, everybody's crying in this season of Arrow. Black Canary's dad cried. Black Canary's dad cried. How could you lie to me? <laughs> Gonna seek refuge in a bottle. I thought she died at sea, but she didn't. Now she's back, but she not. She died again. I can't keep going through this. Can we have a Geekscape idol and all of us sing yeah, off? I think we can. I, I think mean, we because can. I think I may win by not singing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, Pitchy dog. Pitchy. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want Arrow to not be crying. Like it's uh, it's turned into a bit of a soap opera. Have Would you, you agree? The Fight Club video they posted? No. Oh, it's no. great. They no. have all the heroes from all the shows fighting, taking turns in the ring. Woo! It's what? a promo for the last run of episodes. You know, is that, that where is at awesome. the beginning they get into an elevator? Like at the beginning they're, of the promo, they're coming out of an, ele- coming yeah, out of an, an elevator. elevator. I started yeah. watching it. Oh, it's but but I was supposed to be teaching college. <laughs> <laughs> That's like see, Tom. I, Tom was supposed to be doing this weekend, but it was one of those I would get around that by showing it to my class, no. <laughs> and then be like, no. "You're awesome." It was documentary. <laughs> oh, like I was teaching doc. I was teaching a class, you know, in film school and everything. And sometimes I do like in school, like I'm like, "It's film," and this is a pretty major event in the tapestry of the makeup of, of <laughs> Hollywood. So right now. <laughs> and I was sitting there, but I was showing a documentary, and I was kind of on my phone. And the one thing I can't do on my phone is like post articles to Geekscape or else I'd be helping like Eric and Derek and, and Josh, et cetera, out. But um, I saw that promo and I was like, do you think the students would notice if I popped in my headphones? <laughs> <laughs> and was like, oh, shit. I got to go to the bathroom. This is tight. <laughs> like, and we'd already used our break. And so I was like, eh. Usually when something cool happens, I'm like, let's take a break. <laughs> but we were that's watching you, a movie. That's why you put your phone to your head real quick and go, hello, what's wrong? Is it okay? But then and I then can't leave. look at it. You step out. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You step out and watch the whole thing. I'm You're like, hold on. Oh. oh, I need my laptop dear? Okay, yeah. fine. I'll bring my should, laptop out. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, how much time do you think she has left? Yeah. Doctor. And then get back and be like, it's cool. This arrow. Yeah, just And then come out and be like, guys, that was totally tight. They're like, your wife's dying? I'm like, no, well, I guess I didn't marry that to the exit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. 
How are you a functional geek, Tom? Like, like, how do you get by, man? Because, like, I'm guessing we're all kind of the same age, and we made it this far without getting beat to death. Like, <laughs> like, we do live in a golden age. Like, how did you survive to the golden age? Like, where do you come from? I make my geekery work for me. You man. make it work for you? I wrote my doctoral thesis on Star Trek The Next Generation. Where was that from? What? Uh, Regent University. Okay. and, and in like, 95. And so, like, you write in this thing, and wait, what was your doctorate yeah, thesis? Yeah, what was the thesis about? I'm... I use different communication theories to try to analyze Star Trek's popularity. You're a fucking nerd. I love it. <laughs> and, and... I love it. <laughs> it got me a job at Paramount Pictures. Holy crap, the home <laughs> of the so, USS Enterprise. Uh, wow. So so what happened? So like where'd you grow up? I'm a Navy brat. You're a Navy, Navy brat myself. all over. Sometimes you solve crimes. <laughs> and like, like it's a TV series, right? And so so you go to this you go to the school uh you know and, and you have to do your doctorate thesis. Wow. And you chose this because I'm guessing like there was some kind of a communication degree. It's kind of yeah. like, what was it? And, and you were like, okay, well, I'm going nerd. Yeah. Well, if I'm going to write a book, I want it to be something I'm, I'm interested in. How long was the book? Uh, with references, 240 pages. Whoa. Did you publish it? Like in no, a... I'm, I'm, my sabbatical for next spring was approved, so I'm going to find a publisher and rework it to include all the stuff that's happened since for Star Trek's 50th anniversary. Yeah, you got to put some JJ in there. <laughs> what was it like? Uh, he didn't do TNG, space? so no JJ. Oh, okay, okay. JJ okay. Abrams turning Star Trek into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, hey, here's the communication. Hey, jocks, want your Star Wars? Sorry, want your Star Trek? Hey, jocks, want to enjoy some Star Trek? Yo, it was so tight, man. That was a tight Star Trek. Yeah, there was some dumbing down of it, wasn't it? Were uh, you a... some dumbing yeah, down? Yeah, okay. Lens flare. I no. confess. I, I, oh, what? And he's wearing a red shirt, so you know <laughs> what's gonna happen. Okay, dude. Engineers don't usually randomly die. In it's joke. The security people that randomly die. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, you do enjoy them as Star Wars movies. <laughs> you don't necessarily enjoy them as Trek movies. Oh, that last one was an abomination. The last one, you know what? You're, that's a Trekkie, you know, talking, and, and I think there are things to enjoy. The the, the cameras were in focus. <laughs> there were some and colors. Uh, Spock and Marcus were hot. Yeah, there yeah. were some. Oh, I love her. I love Alice Eve. Jeez. Like there, you know, there's some great stuff. There's no plot reason for her to be in her undies. No, nope. you know, I'm a what, guy. Yeah, so yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there was. I mean, wait, 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 wait marketing plot. I mean, is in space, about? no, no one can hear you scream. Script <laughs> plot. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. yeah. So, so you wrote this thing, and then how'd you get the job at Paramount? Like, how'd they find you? I, I found the job on the Paramount website. Okay. And you were like, "Well, I did this thing." I basically did. Right. <laughs> I said, uh, you're, they were looking for somebody who knew publishing, and I did right. publishing in the Navy. And somebody knew Star Trek. I just written this book, and I just said, "Hey, I think I'm your guy," and I was. That's awesome. And the, the, did it ever get to like the like 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 the who are the guys who the 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 couple who are like the Bible of Star oh, Trek? Oh, Michael and Denise Akuda. Yeah, awesome. so the Akudas. Awesome did did it ever get to the Akudas? No, no. But I might. I'll, I'll probably try to interview them for the new version. I heard a horror story, and it was from a friend of mine who I'm going to bring on the show, and he's a he's a, a total Trek head, a huge huge Trek head. And um, and he said that when when Bad Robot got the new Star Trek like the, the green light, you're gonna you guys are gonna take on the Star Trek franchise now. You guys are gonna make movies. That Paramount said the one thing that we suggest is that you get the Akudas and you bring them in to kind of oversee everything because mm -hmm. for the last thirty plus years they've been like the stalwarts of the like the you know the keepers of the flame as far right. as Star Trek goes and, mm -hmm. and they're the ones that are basically the truest thing to having you know Ron Mary, Ron, Ron. you know Ron Mary back and 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 they were like yeah we'll take it into consideration 
That doesn't surprise me. The kudos phone so never, never rang. Really? <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. The one I heard is that uh, Bad Robot did not want the classic merchandise being sold because they wanted to focus on the new merchandise. And, and they CB- had a piece of that? I don't know about that, but CBS pr- Consumer Products told them to get bent because classic Star Trek is their bread and butter. Right. I mean, you would not believe this. I mean... Yeah. Everything from hoodies to dive suits to yeah, no, I imagine they make a ton of money off that stuff. Ties. I just think, you know, as like somebody who adapted material, like 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 as the, like the Miami Vice stuff, we're gonna do some more Miami Vice, and like as somebody who like took what was set before, like I when I took on Miami Vice, I was like I can't like I will not contradict anything that happened in the TV show. Mm-hmm. I'll. I'll dovetail with it and kind of explain some of the things that maybe didn't even work in the TV show and could, like, but this like so many fans have been part of that and invested in it. If we are going to sell any of these things, if we are going to have any success, yeah. I'm not J.J. Abrams. The yeah. only strength I had in possibly getting this thing read was the fans that possibly still exist. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams, like, I guess, could come out guns blazing and make it a success. And I think for the most part. You know, they thought that they satisfied the continuity by saying, you know, it's a parallel, yeah. it's a side continuity, and we're, we, we can rock with this one. It was one. Star Trek for DC fans um, because you're like, is oh, that it's good Earth, enough for you? Earth Prime. You know, so, I didn't mind the first one, but right. the second one I just despised. Well, beyond the, well, the, there were logic problems in that one that were weren't Trek logic problems. They were why do ships exist if you can transport yourself to other planets like they literally <laughs> use right. a transport why do we need a spaceship why do you use a spaceship if you can just go to the klingon home world with a light switch like i was like what like uh, why are you guys still even bothering with spaceships at this point like <laughs> like why is there a spaceport you're really gonna land those things because let me tell you what who's not driving a car the second they can teleport yeah me guess who's <laughs> not like you know what the airline industry is gonna do when we can teleport not exist. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Though. You know what I mean? Wait, I mean, teleporting's not going to happen? Of all the things in Star Trek, the one thing that would never, ever happen is the transport. Because we end up in walls and shit? Yeah. Well, no, because you'd end up... If Inside you could out, do like that something, Quest. basically you would kill the original and you're creating a copy elsewhere. Yeah, I had a good run. Okay, so you're... <laughs> like, so, so the Earl Grey hot, is that, is that yeah. still exists, though. <laughs> yeah, so, so the replicator is going to actually work. Well, because it's inorganic. So yeah, but here's the thing, Tom. You could do that. Like, well, there's a cup as well. Like I like, could I teleport into a younger version of myself? Why not? Theoretically, you could. Yeah, you'd like be dead in the like, younger version. Yeah, of well, I just need alive. some of my memories. Like there are some things I want to forget about. I mean, one of the reasons why they have Heisenberg compensators in the Enterprise D's transporter is the problem is you can take everything apart, but you're not going to get everything back together in the right order. Right. Heisenberg had the uncertainty principle. Sure. Before Walter White used it as his uh, normal. That's why they named uh, him Heisenberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in film, they have the, Heis- the Heisenberg effect in documentary film. It does the presence of the camera affect what you're effect. trying to observe, right? Yes. And I remember <laughs> teaching that, and then like Breaking Bad got so popular that I was like, I had to lead with, you guys watch Breaking Bad? <laughs> you guys know Heisenberg? I'm... He was an actual fucking scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Walter White is the jam. You know, yeah, yeah. Heisenberg was—he was observing like what a particle in in or a chemical, in, but he didn't have the light to observe it. So he would turn the light on, and it would change the makeup of the the the, the, the particle slash chemical, whatever, whichever one it was, and completely negate the experiment, or right. the observation. So that's the Heisenberg principle. Like if you're documenting something and want it to be honest. He does the camera's presence completely change what you're trying to document? Absolutely. 
Yep. How do you how do you work against it? Blah blah blah. Now we're we were really getting nerdy. I like I like this whole thing about the Heisenberg. What was it? The thing in Star Trek? Heisen uh, Heisenberg compensators. Heisenberg compensator. What, what I like in time in like in like transport science in like beasts from the X Men did it really well. And like I think it was a recent. Sorry, you mean Doctor Fraser Crane? Yeah, Doctor Fraser Crane. <laughs> so like in a from recent. Which which beast? It could be. Uh, could be true. a couple the, different beasts. I don't the, think the it was. Kid from about a boy all grown up. Oh, that's yeah. So, oh, so 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 like Beast was that talking about. Overtook. Beast was talking about body. transporting, and he's like, "Yes, like you can transport to another part of the planet, but here's the problem: the planet fucking moves, right? So if yeah. you're literally plant like transporting." Five feet away. Oh, 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 time travel, time travel. We're talking about time travel. So if you're, if you're like, I want to, I want to go to the the mall back in 1985, right? The mall wasn't where you're standing in 1985. Right. The mall was on a different part of the solar system. So you're literally going to teleport. If you want to teleport to the exact same place in time, like same same place in space, you're going to end up in like. Either the sun, maybe, or you're just going to end up floating in space dead, right? Because the exact place where you're at isn't, like, on the planet anymore. Oh, yeah. So you not only have to jump in time, you have to jump in space. space. And, you know, it is awesome. I was, like, looking at that, and I was like, oh, so so really any, like, time travel is space, space travel. travel. Right. Interesting. And that's what a TARDIS is So that's what the TARDIS is for. I never watched Dr. Who, so I was like, whoa. You what? Never watched Doctor Never Who. Watch Doctor Who? Yeah, okay, we, for we, all listen, the wrong you guys are new to Geekscape. Guys, that's Geekscape year two. Like, trust me. Like, oh, we've addressed this shit. All <laughs> right. Back up. Don't bring, bring the newbie up. argument. All right. Like, the audience is cool with this. Don't worry. <laughs> or they're not. They haven't been listening for years. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool with it. <laughs> Am I cool with it? Yeah. Uh, I do want to watch some Doctor Who, but. They just released 13 episodes of Daredevil. What am I going to watch that crap? No, now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, had, you could binge watch. Just yeah, they only, they only released like four binge. episodes in a season. Yeah. What, Doctor Who? Yeah, whatever. Well, How, they, they did 13. I, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> when would I ever binge watch that? Now there's eight. Yeah, just watch Seasons season one and through. then the second. No, I've, I've, I've told people on on, on Geekscape like if I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go back to Tom Baker and go from them. Crick, uh, Chris Chris Eggleston is kind of like man. go back to the beginning. No, because then I'm listening to radio dramas and like uh, <laughs> and I don't know radio dramas. I think no. I, I think if I go no, back to that and like we, we you know remember we had Alan Kisler on the show and Alan was like like he'd published like a Doctor Who book and uh, if you guys find it in SoundCloud iTunes, go back and listen to Alan Kisler. He was right here and he was talking about Doctor Who and he was kind of giving me a guide for like a dummy's guide to getting into Doctor. Who, yeah. toe first and then jumping like what did he recommend to start he said chris eccleston is like a good like every man doctor who refresh yeah but then what you're going to do is you're going to want to start working your way back and oh. in, in filling in gaps <laughs> and his favorite doctor who is actually the dude from the fox movie because so is mine Tom because of the big because Tom McCann because the audio dramas that's why he's my favorite so doctor. so that is why Will and I like I'm like yeah Will you got to go back and listen to that episode because Alan throws a great argument for hmm. Tom McCann as a, as Tom Doctor McCann. Who Tom McCann Come did on. I what Tom. I say Tom Tom I said Tom but it's your Tom yes uh, Tom but, <laughs> yeah so 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 I was like um so yeah go back and listen to that I will. Um, guys, we talked about Game of Thrones. Uh, some other stuff is going down. Um, this one's really sad to me because I love comics and I love her directing, especially if you guys have been watching Better Call Saul and, and watched all of that because she did the second episode, which arguably I think is the best directed episode of, Ooh, of it. It was awesome. Refresh. It Michelle was, McLaren uh, directed it. Up. Oh, that's right. It's okay. like... Why don't I kill both of them? Anytime, right. like, yeah, no, anytime yeah, no, that, like, the tension mothers. rises 
in um, Breaking Bad, she shot a lot of the, she directed a lot of the shootout episodes, mm-hmm. a lot of the action-centric episodes. Huh. Michelle McLaren, like, mm-hmm. is one of the most, I think she's still unsung, but the fact that she was going to do the Wonder Woman movie was a celebration to me because yeah. I was like, she's going to run away with it. Yep. This is like going to be a breakout hit. And now she's not doing it? Yeah. What happened? I, I'm creative difference. That Man. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. It's Does like, that necessarily mean that a movie is going to be? I think black? it's like it's blue and gold. It's white and gold. Like I don't know what creative <laughs> difference. Is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, it's black and. I don't know what it is. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. <laughs> you um, know what it is. All right. <laughs> yeah, creative. It's disappointing to me because she's one of the most talented TV directors. TV directors. She's one of the most talented TV directors, and she had like a place now where she could showcase not only like. An incredible talent, but incredible female talent. Mm-hmm. She could have gotten Hillary elected. Hey, be like, see <laughs> what women can do. <laughs> now Hillary's gonna have to work for it. Damn it! But you know what? Creative differences also were at play in the Ant Man movie, mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of uh, of of. I'm a big fan of Edgar Wright, but I'm also a big fan of uh, of uh, the, the director who inherited the film. Peyton Reed. Peyton, Peyton Reed. Reed. I wanted to see Peyton Reed's Fantastic Four, of course. Bring it on. And bring it on. <laughs> I, 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 I like I like the breakup. I, I like his stuff. But his Ant-Man released a new trailer this week, and I really like this trailer because it had, guess what, the jokes we wanted in the first trailer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone was like really serious for the first one. Or whatever, yeah. After right? seeing Daredevil... As a hard R what? and wincing, oh, it was, was TVMA. Yeah, that was not hard R at all. Have you watched, did we like, see somebody put a needle in their arm? Have you ever watched that, like, Hannibal? Yeah. <laughs> we kind of did. Like, have you ever watched Hannibal on NBC? Sure, That's true. way That's worse pretty dumb. than Good. Daredevil. Hard R. No, you, you can't have a hard Do R on regular uh, TV. Uh, show we are now cursing said, on television. They TV never even 15. said fuck. Yeah, we are now cursing on no, television. Yes, but they said they only said they shit. Never, they, they never dropped the f They never said fuck once. I'm just, well, I'm they should. Like, when I watch FX. Hannibal, I'm shocked by how much violence they can show. Which I think it's awesome. Broadcast yeah. television. Guys, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is there's a climate change up in this bitch. Yeah. Well. And Daredevil was a climate change. So when I saw this Ant-Man trailer. It felt good to smile again. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it cleansed the palate. Yeah. It was very, it I was, was like, nice. you know what? Even though Daredevil is smashing a dude's head in, somewhere up there there's a talking raccoon. <laughs> and a talking tree and they're friends with me. And maybe there's a day where Daredevil smashes a dude's head in and then looks up and Rocket's like, I could have just shot him. <laughs> wink, wink. Fun with friends. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And Ant-Man is now a part of that, and thank goodness they put those jokes in there, man. Yeah. I love the gag with the train at the end. That was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It just cuts, and all of a sudden it's just like cut to out, and it's train. I love that they're making fun of how lame. I love how they're making fun of the lameness of Ant-Man, especially for the uninitiated. <laughs> right. And then it's Scott Lang. Like, a part of me was like, it's not going to be Hank Pam. Huh, I guess they don't want to start in the beginning. But, but <laughs> like, the Scott Lang, yeah. considering it's like a, like, a, like a heist movie, the Scott Lang thing totally works. He's a thief. He's, a, he's not likable. But if Tiny Ant-Man can make a dude, like, go through a plate glass window, how That's can Tiny just... Ant-Man just tips over a play train? So this guy right here doesn't know about pin particles? I guess not. Like, like, so Will doesn't know pin particles. No. Uh, wait, I don't know no, I don't. pin particles. Okay, so, so, so like, you're going to have to explain right. to so me. And in, 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 in the trailer, they, they misquote 
the I think with, they, with, they they re, yeah, they, they reintroduced superpowers he does not, when he's small. He just has the same inertia as when he would just, be big. Right? So pin particles maintain the strength of inertia that right. you had mm-hmm. before you shrunk. Okay. Right. But you you can't create that when you're small. You have to be big, start it, shrink. Uh-huh. So and maintain it. Okay. Okay. Right. So here's where I have. So a it's like going into a drift in Mario Kart. Nice. Like you have to be going pretty fast <laughs> yeah. going into that drift. You can't you drift and pick up speed. Right. And then you get you, the boost. Then you, you can boost. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can boost. <laughs> See, we're just putting it in your Geekscape's terms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you, so like if I'm gonna swing at you, I have like as an ant, it's not gonna work. But if I'm going to swing at you as a full-size person, then fall into an ant, you're going to feel the punch of a full-size person yeah. coming from a pin. Yes. Right? <laughs> no, Stephen, that's the thing. That's where that's where I have the problem with it. Why doesn't he just like poke through holes through everyone and any time he punches anyone? Oh, he I would just go crawl through... into your nose and no. get big. No, no, no I would no. explode <laughs> your head. No, if you have the same inertia or whatever, it's like a big person. Walk around on someone's brain. Yeah. And that same power gets into like the size of a pin. You're just going to go right through it. He's just going to constantly fly through the person he's hitting and just had, and it'll be tiny bullet wounds. Oh, he's gonna be time. like a tiny. Yes, I see he, that because he has the like all the I like that of like the time big person. And then, but the thing is, he's so tiny, it's not gonna do anything. It's a it's focus. Like, it's like gonna be shot with a BB over and over again. He's not gonna be able to kill anyone. That's where that's the problem. Let's Uh-oh. wait and see the movie. Uh-oh. Let's just all be really relieved that it wasn't as melancholy as that first trailer, yeah. and that now I think we're hopefully getting more of an accurate tone to what we're gonna get July seventeenth when the movie comes out. That's I what everybody said though. Can't in production, wait. they were like, "It's really funny." And the I hope it's really funny. funny. Oh, red, of course it's funny. Well, yeah. Well, why would you cast? Me? Well, no, not be funny. Well, I want to do seen, something serious. I love Paul Rudd. Have you seen this? I is do 40? too. I do not love this. Is forty? <laughs> it's not. That's I true. love so Paul Rudd. Stupid. Well, my line is, if I want to hear a bunch of whiny white people, I'll call you. <laughs> I skipped this is me. 40. Is this, you, you call Kenny or you call did. Judd Apatow? I skipped it. I'm, <laughs> it is awful. And I love... I'm sorry, Judd. I'm sorry, guys. I skipped I love this is 40. Up, this is 40 was yeah, crap. Yeah, thank God you yeah. mixed it. Like, I'm I watch, sorry. I watched it with my girlfriend. Like, I've never turned off. Like, like, I like, thought the line much. was, I watched it with my girlfriend. I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it with my girlfriend. I now have AIDS. This is oh, so Jesus. Oh, oh dark. No, me gusta. Dark as it could be. So I got to tell you, I'm going to betray a little bit, but... um. So you guys will see it on the site if you're Geekscapists and you go to geekscape.net, our site, plug, plug. Um, I, as the Skype ambassador, sat down with the cast of the Avengers and Joss Whedon stuff on Friday Whoa. when I wanted to be watching Daredevil. I sat, <laughs> I totally, the entire the time. Sacrifices you have to make so, so, I, so I'm doing this thing and the entire time the cast is coming in two at a time and they're talking to a panel of Skype. You know, people people, people yeah. on Skype, yeah. and one of them was our own Dan- Derek Cranavelt, who's our uh, managing editor on the site, and we got him into the Skype room, and he asked some questions. Uh, he actually snuck in. Why does the host look like he wants to be watching Daredevil right now? <laughs> and like, and like, and like, ah. like he did. He asked that question to Scarlett Johansson and Mark Ruffalo, and they were like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Do not betray your emotions." <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and so, uh, that'll be up on the site. It's going to be a cut down version of that. But uh, I got to tell you, when the two Chris's came in together, Chris Evans and Chris Helmsworth, yeah, I want to watch the fucking Super Bowl with those guys. When I, if I watch the Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> and I just, just wanted to ha- like. They are nerds. Like they really? are the biggest goofball nerds. They love each other. They are best friends, and they are like falling all over each other. They're it's hilarious. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, one of them made an off-color AIDS comment, and I was like, 
holy <laughs> shit, that's brutal. And I like them even more. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about you, but I like that you take risks. Uh, they were hilarious, and they were tripping each other up, ripping on each other. It felt like they were they're doing their own very good-looking version of a geekscape. Nice. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's like a photogenic geekscape I'm kind of gay for. I'm a, Why do I have these feelings? Um <laughs> I just wanted to say that because when you made that joke, I was like, that feels like something that Chris Evans would make. Yes. He it was, was, it was great. jokes. Thank you. Chris Evans was great. Chris Hemsworth was fucking great. And I was like, if they weren't so good looking, I would like them a lot. <laughs> yeah, so they were the highlight for you. So you uh, get- I think everybody was good. Mark Ruffalo was like so honestly a good person Yeah. that I, I, I think I follow him on Twitter, all the stuff that he does for, you know, like uh, the environment, et cetera, et cetera. I think the guy's just a great humanitarian. I, when he came in the room, I, uh, he was probably the one that I was like, like he's the one I like. I respect the I respect all of them, sure. right? But he was the one that was like, wow, I want to I want to go to lunch with this guy yeah. and just talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he uh, he's just great, and um, and I thought they were all great. James Spader was incredibly cordial. Okay, uh, talked about doing the movie for his kids because okay. he has some kids who are comic fans, and even yeah. though he he had read comics as a kid but grown away from them, uh-huh. he said, "I want to be a part of these things for the, this for the first time in my career because of my kids." And yeah. and he was really into it, and um, and I thought they were all really cool. Uh, Kobe Smulders was fantastic, and. Awesome. The kind of girl that I was like, if I wasn't married, I would have been like, hey. What are you doing up to this? Yeah, hey. You know, She's married she, to the dude from SNL, Taryn Killam. I love that. Oh. I love when the nerds win. Yeah. I love when the nerds win. I love it's a that good dude, day for nerds. Like, people were like, why, that, why is Christina Hendricks with that guy? I was like, because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> because he probably dented in a couple lockers with his head in high school. So fucking let him have Christina Hendricks. It's true. And he can dent that in. <laughs> good luck. That was brutal. Ooh. That got real. <laughs> yeah. I love him. I was like, dude, let him win, dude. Let it, let them fight. You know, like I was like, let them win, man. Don't eat each other. You know what I mean? Which is something that like you will are guilty of, as a what? provocateur. Oh, I do it on purpose, dude. On Friday, just to start. I had just watched like one or two episodes of, of Daredevil, uh-huh. and I was like, this shit is great. And Will <laughs> acted like he'd seen it or something, and he was like, I haven't seen a minute of it. He hadn't <laughs> seen a minute of it. And Will's these camp DC, but I think he respects some Marvel. I do, I do, I do. And in in like, it, I'm camp. Whatever the fuck doesn't make me waste two hours of my life in eight dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. Arc light. Yeah. Right. And so. I read this post. <laughs> you gotta tell me what was the post was. I think I said. I said. Uh, look, if it doesn't have to do with. Uh, a guy jumping the jumping the Grand Canyon on a motorcycle, or a couple of buses that are lit on fire. Then I don't have anything to do with it. Also, <laughs> also, watch this a is blind the shit right guy here. Fight a fat Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kept going like I heard that this movie was like watching Fantastic Four: The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Which was like, and I was sitting there going, "This mother, he don't know you shit." Now, did you think I was being serious? At, no. In that moment, okay. but your friends, your see, you don't know my friends, and I do that on purpose because I love to drive them. Oh, crazy. these guys are fun. At, I'm never. When's your birthday? Because I'm not coming. November 25th. Ah. I don't want to meet these guys because I'm like. Dude, you guys, do you guys know Will? Yeah. Because they were taking the bait. Yeah. Oh my god. And they were so like, great. is that why yeah. you're friends with them? Just because you're like, yeah, I don't really like them as people, but they take the bait on every joke they that do, I make. They do. They do. Some of them do, and I'm like, guys, you got, come on, come on, guys. 
I knew you were kidding. Yeah. Listen how much I talk about I like the Fast and the Furious movies. You think my standards are that high? That <laughs> just, uh, Daredevil was so good, but I got to tell you, I heard from a friend of mine in posts on Batman vs. Superman, and he said, you know what? I'm so excited for Like, that. everybody's turning this into a horse race, and I think it's not a horse race. And it goes back to what we were saying about geeks ending up with good-looking girls and how geeks hate them. We can't cannibalize ourselves because it was always us versus them. Now it's us versus us. We can't do this. Right. And that being said, like, he said that DC Warner Brothers was like, we are so confident what we have. And the stuff that he's seen of Batman vs. Superman, he's like, if Marvel is making movies, Warner Brothers is making films. This stuff wow. feels like it has such a gravity to it that it's like, I mean, I did not sit in Hall H during Comic-Con and uh-huh. see the bat suit from Frank, the Dark Knight during like turns. smack around. Like, yeah. I didn't see that. And I'm like... You I'm, saw the uh, the bootleg I'm, footage? I'm, no, I won't watch that stuff if it's not... Until it's released. I want, like I want to experience what the filmmakers are crafting for me, the studio included. And I was telling my friend Cooper Barnes, who is on Henry Danger on Nickelodeon, he himself okay. plays a, a, a superhero. <laughs> cool. and, and I was telling him, like, because he was like, hey, did you see this? Did you see this? I was like, if I'm already going to spend the money, if I'm already certain, yeah, no more trailers. Yeah. No more mutants. Same with me. No more trailers. <laughs> oh, I made a no more mutants joke and nice. Emily Olsen totally got it. <laughs> I go, no more mutants. She goes... Until the contracts are, you know, <laughs> she totally got that the X Men are at Fox and Marley. Like she totally was like Wanda Maximoff. She knows her shit. That's awesome. I was like, respect, girl, and I like Godzilla. Oh god, um, <laughs> but um, good. But yeah, we gotta stop cannibalizing ourselves, and that means that like, except the like a bat. If this n- Marvel nerds, if. We good, know where you hang your hats, but yeah. if you Marvel, yeah, if it's good. I mean, the two companies have been competing, especially since the yeah. Silver Age in the '60s. Yeah. The thing I find interesting, I actually just you gonna hate it. Valiant when that comes out? What? Don't go see a Hellboy movie because you yeah. hate Mike Richardson to make some money on that. Like, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> I just presented a conference paper at the National Pop Culture Association, and my thesis was that the Marvel and DC cinematic universes have switched identities from their Silver Age counterparts. Yeah. Because mm. DC used to be fun and light in the 60s, and Marvel was dark and brooding, and I've got powers, my kid yeah. can tell yeah. a girl. That's great. And now, if you look at the Marvel movies, even when they're serious, they're still fun, and the movies, at least, not Daredevil, yeah. are family appropriate, whereas the DC movies, if, if Man of Steel and the Dark Knight trilogy are an example, yeah. they're not for... They're not really for kids. I wish right. Green Lantern had worked, yeah. if only to uh, balance that. You, you know? wish Green Lantern had worked. <laughs> and, 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 and and I own I the Green I own the Green Lantern Blu-ray. I I, I, I enjoy. I, I I actually really enjoy the Green Lantern See, movie. Yeah. I, pop it, I pop it in periodically. But I'm I like, think but I, I think it suffered from the climate that the Batman movies had created. Yeah. And in it being different, people what? weren't accepting of it. But I liked the but Jeff the Johns. Needed to be a little like, bit better, like, but, but the, like, oh, like true origin stuff. The, I thought yeah, it was the script awesome. was bad and the editing was not. There was too much studio interference. And I heard it was Robinoff. I mean, no. And, and, the, and the trades were saying there was when the trades were saying there was too much studio interference with the film, because evidently the director yeah. lost Final Cut. Yeah. And that's uh, not cool. I mean, that's the guy who Martin Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Martin yeah. Campbell. Yeah. Who who you know rebooted we're, Bond with Goldeneye and with Cas- yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah. And if they were taking away, you know, his cut and right. authority. Yeah. Sony wouldn't Where's that director's cut? We got a Daredevil. Yeah, this is what cut. we need to do, Warner Where's Brothers. A Green Lantern director's Warner cut. Brothers, we need to find a way for like Mark Verheiden or somebody to go back in there into the like let's get them back into the the the, the, the editing room and yeah. let's get that, that edit of 
Green Lantern because yeah. if they do make this JLA movie, I'm totally cool with Hal being played by Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. And I love the Deadpool <laughs> stuff. I think the Deadpool stuff is great. But yeah. but I got chills when at Comic-Con, I saw the video. I did see that video online because it wasn't a trailer. But when the little kid oh, yeah. like, asked him about playing Hal Jordan right. and Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. said the Green Lantern oath in front yeah. of Hall oh, H, yeah. 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 I got I chills because I was like, you're charismatic. Yeah. You're like, you, you are Who Hal cares? Jordan. And right. I don't want to really necessarily see that recast. But right. they got the character wrong. That's the problem. Hal's problem isn't underconfidence. It's overconfidence. Tom, you know what? It's the first time I thought about that movie in that way. And you're right. His problem's overconfidence, not right. underconfidence. Right. So they, they got the character wrong, yeah. and the movie falls apart. And if they had just followed the source material, which that he's Jeff vain. Jones wrote, he's Not vain. vain. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's arrogant. He's he thinks cocky. he knows everything. Yeah, he's yeah in a Thor way, right? Yeah. Hmm. I love in Thor when like we see that, that like Thor for the first time, he's swinging the hammer, cocky. Yeah. Like, hey, girls, <laughs> like walking around <laughs> in a throne room. So like, <laughs> can't wait to be sitting in the big seat. You know, and you're like, oh, he's going to fall. <laughs> like, he's going to fall hard. I love this. So good. I like Kenneth Branagh's first Thor. I oh, thought that, was, I thought that Thor was cool. The best um, part about that was... Uh, was the Pringle like the, the ruffle eye patch? Just love that. Look. Yeah, I like the Pringle. I like the potato gold, chip. That little potato I like, chip. I like Pringle. I like I like that you eye can patch. Stop a war against yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, love it. I like that. And then and the Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. You know what? That's always been the Rainbow Road. The, if anything, the Mario Kart Rainbow Road. No, I know. I just say that because I like to pretend the, that that's where all the races happen. Yeah, that's where all the what? races happen. That's that's where Look, that's where you go universe. when you die. The, the Marvel out there. Why can't Mario? So does Heimdall just start the races? Or yeah, yeah. Hemdale's like Lakitu. We need you, Lakitu. We need you to start the Rainbow Road. There will be plenty of bodies. Like the the Rainbow Road is. What I said was every like every like the Rainbow Road is strewn with corpses, right? Because it's like where every like especially now that they're reintroducing like you guys know they're introducing 200 CC on Mario Kart 8, right? Yeah. There's a I there's did. a new download update that's happening to Mario Kart 8 where for free you okay, can get it. Right. It introduces 200 CC. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath on the Rainbow Road. The <laughs> Rainbow Road will no okay. longer be a rainbow. It will okay, be blood, blood red. Red. I mean, red, 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 red. <laughs> um, I read somewhere, that I think it was a meme or something, that like every whenever you, you're playing Rainbow Road and you see a shooting star, it's somebody flying off of it to hell or something. Like that. <laughs> I was like, well, yep, that's true. I'm excited for Deadpool. And, and speaking of like the stuff that is locked up over at Fox... We've got Olivia Munn, who's going to be Psy- uh, Psylocke. Yeah, that's good cast. In, cool. uh, in X- you know, she looks like Did Psy- you guys see the Archangel Wings? Yeah, Brian Singer's Instagram is the they shit. Right? The Archangel Wings that he posted on his Instagram are fucking awesome. Yeah. I think I can't wait for that. Um, and then while we're talking about uh, stuff locked up, you saw that Mark Ruffalo talked about why there's no sing- solo Hulk movie necessarily. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Universal still has the distribution rights, and if Disney can't make Todo el dinero? <laughs> like if they can't make all the money, right. then, then no why would they can. give the distribution money to Universal? Yeah. Because when it was at Paramount, I remember them co-producing the, the Hulk movie with Ed Norton in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And yeah. uh, which gets shout outs in, it, like that's canon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it is. It's good. Like, yeah. it's it movie. is in, the, like there's some shout out to it in Daredevil, that's which awesome. is fucking awesome. Does Ty Burrell show up? <laughs> I wish. I wanted I wish. to. I wish. And um and and so like I like that 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 Paramount like Universal merger for that Incredible Hulk 
I wonder if we can get to a climate place similar to Marvel, uh, Disney, Sony, where we can get that Planet Hulk movie or something. Because I would love to see a Hulk solo film now that they that the that the character is being treated in a way that a he can be supported by other cast, and, you know, and it doesn't just sit on him. And way it works. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. like Mark Ruffalo as Hulk very much. Really? Huh? Why you hate yeah. my boy? What? He's the best part. I, of why you hate my boy? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, just, I just don't like Mark Ruffalo that much. Did you guys? So 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 th- some things about Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Bring Eric Bana back. So, no. so I, I, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school, but when we were sitting there, Mark Ruffalo was going to be fitted with an earpiece, mm-hmm. it, just a single earpiece so he could hear the callers on yeah. Skype. Yeah. And they went to put it on an ear, and he said, no, 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 I'm deaf in that ear. Put it in the other one. So Mark Ruffalo's deaf in, in his left okay, ear. Okay, well, now I think he's and, good and so, so here, so, so here's the thing. The, the, no, here's the thing. I, I thought as somebody with a disability, you'd feel for him. But, <laughs> yeah, I feel but, so bad that he can't but, hear out of but, one but ear. But did you guys know, and, and I went and like did a little Wikipedia, like, hey, is this general knowledge? Yeah. And it is, but his brother was like a famous Hollywood hairdresser, his older brother, and, and he, Mark Ruffalo was always his brother. Mm. Like Mark oh. Ruffalo hadn't done You Can so, Count so, On Me yeah, yet. You know right. that Laura Linney movie? Yeah. 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 I love it. So Mark was all Mark Ruffalo was always the famous hairdresser, Silas' brother. Right. Dude was murdered. Oh, <gasps> they have never solved the murder. Whoa. And like, <laughs> like Sorry, Mark the, the, the Ruffalo like receded from acting okay. in like kind of just like I guess was figuring things out. Yeah. And I I I discovered that story in researching whether or not the deafness this in his was ear true. was was public knowledge. Uh-huh. I was like, holy shit. So the internal, you know, what he brings to the Hulk is is for real. I think if you <laughs> uh, for some reason you are not getting a response from him on Twitter, yeah. solve his brother's murder yeah, yeah, and he will have stuff. his <laughs> ultimate Respect. Let's do forever. it. That's all of us. Like, yeah. We must let's bring that person a, to justice. Let's get a mystery machine. Isn't that sad? <laughs> we'll bring it. It's like crazy. Especially week. when the person is like such a damn good person. Right. It's like, ugh, it's intense. Now, Jonathan, did you actually get to see Age of Ultron earlier? You know what? I didn't get to see Age of Ultron, Aww. but Skype is giving me an early screening, which I did ask if there were tickets for my friends, like there were for Cap 2 and Guardians, and they said, we may have given all those to contest winners, to which I said I quit. <laughs> no. I didn't. No, I'll, I'll take. No, I'll, I'll take my wife. But here's the thing. I'm still kind of asking Skype, like, just exactly how many of those damn seats did you give to contest winners? Right. <laughs> like, they're like, we're thirty. I would love to. Yeah, I mean, Cap Two. I took fourteen, fifteen people. Whoa, wow. You know, like I took my friends to Cap Two, and right. I felt like a pimp. Guardians of the Galaxy. I got twelve, fourteen people into Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Uh, I want to get my friends into Cap into Age of Ultron. Well, yeah. And Captain America is amazing. And Skype was like, too. we gave away a lot of the tickets. To <laughs> contest winners, I was like, your contest winners made me a loser. All right, just, <laughs> all right, just tell them, hey, I, I have one friend who already brings his own chair, so we don't need a ticket. Yeah, to Kenny's him. got his he, own seat. He's got seat. an aisle. <laughs> he's got an aisle. No yep. big yeah. deal. I mean, so and, 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 and you guys can sit on my yeah, lap. So and I guess if just, it comes out on like a, a space, right? Right? like it comes out on a on a on a Friday, yeah. we would mm-hmm. see it on like a Wednesday. Like right. it, it's a li- it's not that much earlier. But enough. Yeah. To but enough to I will tell you that my friends who have seen Age of Ultron and then shotgunned. Daredevil, <laughs> we're like, Daredevil's better. <laughs> well, and I was like, I lot of like I'm still gonna see hours. it. It's yeah. like an orange and a banana. They're different. Yeah, and that's that's what I liked about that Ant Man trailer. Is like, I love that these things can coexist. Um, and I love that Peter Parker is somewhere in the Marvel Cinematic Universe already, swinging around in a homemade Spider Man outfit. <laughs> Did you see that Kevin Feige said that in no. an interview? He said, "We're gonna introduce 
Peter is is he's going to be Peter. He's going to be Spider Man. He's going to already be Spider Man. So we're going to skip the origin. Yay. Maybe telling some of it in a flashback or ex- no, explanation. Leave the that whole. People. Uh, it only has to be a. a it, has, it just has to be like a dark scene where one of the characters is like, "What happened?" And he's like, "I lost my uncle." Okay, next. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, like we're going to have that, but. He coexists right now with Daredevil and everything happening so in the Marvel Universe. We just haven't seen him, uh, but he's there. And then Kevin Feige said that. He just I got thought bit. that was pretty cool. He, yeah, he didn't say that like like he's been bit. Like he's been Spider Man. Okay. Right. He just sucks at it, and he's about to meet a bunch of other heroes who's like, dude, you suck at this. You're probably gonna continue to suck at it. Let me show you how it's done. Um, we haven't talked about so much that is on the front page of the site, like Lego <laughs> Dimensions, which is not going to bankrupt me because I refuse to play that game because it would it bankrupt me. <laughs> no, yeah. I have to it's refuse it. Um, and the Power Rangers director that may be named in the next few days, Dean Israelite, who did Project Almanac. Uh, there is a lot to talk about, but it's all up on Geekscape.net, and we only can talk so much before the next show has to come in here at T-Radio V. So, Tom, where can we check you out? Um, I'm a regular contributor to TV Campfire Podcast. Okay. And I chair the Cinematic Arts Department at Azusa Pacific University in L.A. Woo! Credentials. I love it. I love it. We got some knowledge up in here. When he said that <laughs> stuff about the Heisenberg, this and that, the Star Trek, I was like, woo! I like him. Kenny, where can we find you? Um, on Twitter, at uh, Crippled Kenny. My buddy Will. On Twitter, at Will Sterling underscore. I'm at Jonathan London, but what you really want to do is see where we hang our hats. Geekscape on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. YouTube, check out our shorts and Kenny's playthroughs. And, uh, of course, uh, we're at Geekscape.net, guys. Uh, For T-Radio V and the folks here, uh, thanks for listening. We will be back next week here on Geekscape with another episode. And listen to that podcast with me and Ian talking all things Double D. Enjoy. We'll see you guys next week.